the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Your resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570, KDIZ Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Wally Hines in Washington. On the south lawn of the White House this morning, a pomp-filled military arrival ceremony for Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison and his wife. The unbreakable bond between America and Australia is rooted in eternal ties of history, culture, and tradition. Morrison, just the second world leader to be honored with a state visit by the Trump administration. Beyond the social agenda, the two leaders plan talks on military, intelligence, and economic issues, and they're expected to sign a memorandum of understanding to cooperate on space ventures. The president today will be hearing from the Pentagon on possible options in responding to the drone attacks on Saudi oil facilities. The government's intelligence watchdog says a whistleblower's blocked complaint that never got to Congress is serious and urgent. The Trump administration says the president did nothing wrong. This is SRN News. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play Wellness Radio Minneapolis. Throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite Wellness Radio 1570 hosts and shows with Alexa and Amazon Echo. Delivering all the best in uh, wellness lifestyle, healthy living. It's all right here on Wellness 1570. Like It Matters Radio is next with Mr. Black. Your forecast for today, mostly cloudy, could see an isolated or scattered shower or thunderstorm pop up. High around 82. Uh, thunderstorms likely possible for your Saturday with a high near 77. Sunday looks like a nicer day with some sunshine in 71. I'm Pastor David Mitchell, founder and CEO of Tradeway. I've been in the ministry for over 30 years now, and because the Lord has continued to bless my business endeavors, I've never had to take a salary from the church, which has been a huge blessing in my life and a great way for me to give back to the Lord's work. I'd like to share with you my thoughts on the importance of the family business. You know, these days, people send their children to college to learn a trade that no one in the family has done before. They move away, they work for someone who doesn't love them, and then they trade their infinitely valuable time for a little bit of someone else's money. The old plan was to get a job but lay aside each month and later start a family business. As the owner, you leverage the time of others and earn off hundreds of man hours per day. It's called financial leverage. The added benefit is that each generation teaches the next and builds on these skill sets and your children have the competitive advantage of experience. That's a great plan for potentially creating generational wealth. Tradeway offers you the vehicle to start such a family business by teaching you how to trade in the stock market. Perhaps you're intimidated or confused by the world of investing. 
but Tradeway is here to help you break down that confusing world of finance so that you can understand it. We're not your typical big Wall Street investment advisory firm. We keep it fun, simple, and personal from day one. We offer our students a powerful education on how to trade in the U.S. stock and options market, coupled with sound investment advice, and all from our family business. We're here to help you reach your biggest goals through taking small steps. Join us and bring your family. Join Pastor David Mitchell at Calvary Lutheran Church in Golden Valley, September 27th and 28th. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-TRADE. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I like things to always be the same. Anything new or different would scare and upset me. I was very sensitive to lights and sounds. It was almost like I had bigger eyes and ears than everyone else. So I built secret hiding places where nothing could get in. I didn't like looking people in the eye. It made me feel uncomfortable. I'd throw big tantrums over little things like when my socks didn't match. Sometimes I'd do the same things over and over. Until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. You can see signs of autism in children as young as 18 months. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to be talking about repackaging. Repackaging. You know, life's about consumption. Just like I always say, and I truly believe this from the bottom of my heart, you know, it really doesn't matter what happens to us in life. What matters is how we respond to it. You know, as much as I would love to, like I'm sure some of you out there would love to as well, I would love to go back in time. Boy, I have made some mistakes in the past that I'm not proud of, that I wish I didn't do, that uh, did not bring any glory to God. Uh, But I am not Michael J. Fox. I cannot go back to the future, not yet at least, right? And neither can you. So as much as we would love to go back and change some things, we cannot. However, what we can do is repackage. And today I really want to go into that. You know, this whole week uh, I've been talking about flow and fluid. Uh, Started last week leading up to a leadership adventure, you know, class I haven't done in a couple years, our second tier class. It is technically the second half of our basic class called Leadership Awakening. A leadership adventure uh, is the second half of what I call the leadership experience. With Leadership Awakening be half number one and Leadership Adventure being half number two. And I have not done the second class uh, for about five years. And so uh, last weekend, 
We had our first leadership adventure in a while. We had Team 107. Uh, and man, what an incredible experience. And as we talked about last week, you know, a leader, one of the great qualities of a leader is to be fluid. You know, if I was to ask you what makes a leader great, we'd probably hear a lot of great words, you know, passion and vision and focus, commitment, contribution, making a difference, lots of words. And I'm not negating those words. But might I suggest that one of the great words for a great leader is fluid. The ability to just keep moving forward. The ability to no matter what is thrown at you, to keep forming it, keep shaping it, and yet the whole time still moving in the direction of your dreams, still moving in the direction of your goals. And as we discussed last week, that you got to have a few things in place in order to be fluid. You've got to have those existential questions answered or at least considered, if not answered. What are those existential questions? Who am I? Why am I here? What's my purpose? If today was my last day on this planet, did it matter one bit that I was given the gift of life? What difference did it make that the God of the universe breathed life into that carbon-based life form now called you? Whose life is better? How many people are spending eternity in heaven because you were given the gift of life? How many people's lives is better because you are living? What impact did it make? If you were to be raptured, be taken away, would anybody notice? Now I'm saying remove the people you see weekly. Remove the people that you work with on a weekly basis. Remove your family members that you see, touch, talk to on a weekly basis. And here's the question. If you were to be taken away, snatched up, rapturo, would anybody notice? Or let me put it this way. Would it matter one bit? If you were to disappear, would this world be any worse off? Boy, those are, those are, those are heart-wrenching questions. They're, by themselves, they are. But you know what makes them more heart-wrenching, more gut-wrenching, more uncomfortable? Is that the answer is no, or the answer is I don't know. And I learned this a long time ago. It's called the, the, the rule of 100. If you take 100 people and line them up age 25 and go individually and ask each person in 40 years, by the time you're 65 years old, will you be successful? Every single person, most likely, is going to answer yes, 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 yes. Now, this is loosely based on some data I got years ago when I was in the insurance business. So let's fast forward 40 years. Now, all those original age 25 group of 100 are now 65. First thing I know is 30-some of them don't even make it. And this was based on data from 25 years ago, 30 years ago. So something like 36, 38 of those people never make it. They're dead. Of those original 100 people, 40 years previously, one will be individually wealthy, can do whatever, whenever, however they want. Three will be financially independent, can live a pretty good life into retirement. But the rest of those people, minus the three and the one, so 96 people of the original 100 are either dead 
dead broke or dependent upon somebody and or government to make their ends meet. And then after showing all that stat, those, those uh, stats and all the studies support the stats, we would say the simple thing, Mr. Client, Mrs. Client, people don't plan to fail. They fail to plan. Just like no one stands on the altar with a beautiful woman or a beautiful man and all looking pretty and saying, making their wedding vows, saying, I do. I don't believe there's many people that stand there at that moment knowing that this marriage is going to end in divorce. But yet, if you know anything about stats, half of those marriages end in divorce. And by the way, second and third marriages, uh, last time I checked, the percentage that end in divorce increases each time. So it doesn't get better because you change people. You know, I always tell people, if uh, if you have a pattern going and there's a lot of divorces, a lot of separations, a lot of broken relationships, at some point, we got to quit looking at everybody else and maybe look at the man in the mirror. See, there are storms in life. And the key with life is it doesn't matter what's thrown at you. What matters is how you handle it, how you package it. It doesn't matter what cards life has dealt you. What matters is how do you play those cards? This is a quote from Haruki Murakami from the book Kafka on the Shore. It says, sometimes fate is like a small sandstorm that keeps changing directions. You change direction, but the sandstorm chases you. You turn again, but the storm adjusts. Over and over you play this out, like some ominous dance with death just before dawn. Why? Because this storm isn't something that blew in far from away, something that has nothing to do with you. This storm is you, something inside of you. So all you can do is give into it, step right inside the storm, closing your eyes and plugging up your ears so the sand doesn't get in, and walk through it step by step. There's no sun there, no moon, no direction, no sense of time. Just fine white sand swirling up into the sky like pulverized bones. That's the kind of sandstorm you need to imagine. And you really will have to make it through that violent, metaphysical, symbolic storm. No matter how metaphysical or symbolic it might be, make no mistake about it. It will cut through flesh like a thousand razor blades. People will bleed there, and you will bleed too. Hot. Red blood. You'll catch that blood in your hands, your own blood, and the blood of others. And once the storm is over, you won't remember how you made it through, how you managed to survive. You won't even be sure, in fact, whether the storm is really over. But one thing is certain. When you come out of that storm, you won't be the same person who walked in. That's what the storm is all about. And ladies and gentlemen, we need a practice ground. We need a place to plan, a place to play, a place to play it out. And that's what I get to do in my leadership training classes. We create situational leadership that teaches you how to overcome, that teaches you how, when life squeezes you, how to respond, that teaches you when you get knocked down, you pick yourself up, you dust yourself off, and you hit it again and again and again. You learn to fail forward. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to be talking about repackaging And we're going to be shared after the break by one of the graduates from our past class, Leadership Adventure, Gabby. And she's going to share what it's like to be in human resources and what that means. We'll be back in three minutes. Like It Matters Leadership Awakening changes lives. 
Listen to this fireman's comments as he compares other training to leadership awakening. It's like no other. You know, people say that you're crazy for running into a burning building, but you know, the one thing they have in common is adrenaline. You know, from, from go, when Mr. V opened those doors and said, you may enter, it was, it was nonstop adrenaline, but it's unlike anything I've ever done. It's pushed me in ways that I never thought I could be pushed. It was only 48 hours. I spent six months in fire academy. So, At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life. Learn how to achieve that purpose and tackle any challenge. Give Mr. Black 48 hours at the next Leadership Awakening class and watch powerful change take place in your life. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. That's likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Like It Matters. We don't take applicants, only commitment. remember when we found out we were expecting you and we were so surprised. You were? Yep, but then we heard your heartbeat and knew you were going to change our lives. What happened after that? Well, you grew and grew in my tummy. You started kicking, sucking your thumb, and even making a fist. No wonder I was a surprise. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call one 800 3 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Or better yet, simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the key word pro-life. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, October 3rd through the 5th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspirational, educational, and applicational. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about repackaging. Repackaging, you know, uh, I've been doing leadership training for 27 years, and people come to my training from all walks of life, from all income levels, uh, some have a great past, some have a checkered past, some have a troubled past, some have a past like you and I, some good, some not so good. And I create environments in my classes, situational leadership, where people learn what they're made of. I squeeze people. Why? Because you can tell a man's religion in time of despair. When you back someone against the wall, you know what you got. Even the Bible says that a, a dog returns to its vomit. And a sow, after cleaning herself, returns to the mire. 
In other words, the Bible saying people go to what they know when things get tough, when things get uncomfortable, when despair kicks in. And that's why I do what I do because people get a chance to see how they show up. I squeeze people so then when what comes out of them, they can take a look at that. And then they can ask them this question, is that it? When I get squeezed by life, is that what happens? Doesn't my family deserve better than that? Doesn't my spouse deserve better than that? Don't my, doesn't my employer deserve better than that? Doesn't my God command better than that? Doesn't my country need better than that? And that's why it's called situational leadership. And I love that in two and a half days in the environments that I create, people change their lives. Good people, committed people, successful people. And so I am so blessed. And I got to tell you, we had a phenomenal class last weekend in Longview, Texas, right uh, on the state line with Louisiana. We had 11 people come from all walks of life, from all income levels. Uh, We had some black. We had some brown. We had some white. We had some young. We had some old. I think we were as young as 17 years old. And I think we were as old as 66 years old. Uh, Some from uh, Brazil. Uh, some from Mexico, some from America, some from North Carolina, some from Texas. And in two and a half days, uh, they became a powerful team. And I've been doing this for 27 years. You go to likeitmatters.net to read about it. And today, I want to talk about repackaging. I want to talk about repackaging life as an adventure. You know, it really doesn't matter what happens to us in life, ladies and gentlemen. What matters is how we respond to it. And in the study of transactional analysis by Dr. Eric Byrne, he shows us that there's a stimulus and there's a response. The stimulus does not dictate the response. What happens is our mind is six times faster than we can talk. And so when someone says something or does something, we automatically go to our past. We go to what we know. We go to the visual channel and we see something from our past. We go to the auditory channel and we hear something from the past. Or we go to the kinesthetic channel and we experience, feel something either emotionally or tactilely from the past. And then based on that, we respond. So you got to get this. People aren't responding to what you're doing. People are responding to their narrative, their explanation in their own head about what you're doing. In other words... No one responds to reality. What we do is respond to our map of reality. They're not responding to what you're doing. They respond to what they believe you're doing. And that can be two totally different things. Whether your name is Trump or not, that can be be two totally different things. And so what I want to do is I want to go to one of my favorite people that I've met over the recent uh, past here. Uh, She's an incredible woman. Uh, She's an HR director for one of my big companies, Molded Fiberglass. Uh, And she had the opportunity uh, to be a member of Team 107 in Leadership Adventure in Longview, Texas. So let's go to the phone lines. Let's welcome Gabby to Like It Matters Radio. How are you doing, Gabby? How are you, Mr. Black? I am doing absolutely wonderful. You are doing wonderful, and I am doing much better now that I can hear your incredible voice. Uh, uh, how was your weekend? It was amazing, beyond amazing. I don't have words to describe. <laughs> and you know I, I'm always full of words. <laughs> <laughs> you are very auditory. You definitely are, Gabby. Now, you went through Leadership Awakening how long ago? 
It was in May. Okay, so May. So you went through uh, about uh, five months ago. Uh, I'm sorry, three months ago. Uh, and so um, Leadership Awakening was a great class. It had a huge impact. We actually run a commercial that you did uh, from an interview. And you said it was transformational. It was an incredible class, correct? That's correct. It was absolutely amazing. It was. Made huge impacts. It made impacts on your personal life. It made impacts on your spiritual life. It made impacts with the way that you lead people and at work, correct? All those things, correct? Absolutely, yes. The impact on the spiritual life was phenomenal uh, in so many ways. But I do believe that when you impact your spirit in such a profound way, you cannot help but to influence everything else. Yeah. You know, I got an actual text from your boss, uh, from our good friend, um, Alan. And Alan was talking, it was so cool because uh, Alan was talking about how great her class is. And he says, uh, very cool. He goes, thank you for doing what you do. He said, this group is changed more than any I've had come back and they've all been changed. He said, uh, Paul uh, has read his Bible with his wife every day since being back. He says, quote, I know the class is not religious per se, but what could be more important? <laughs> I, well, Isn't that you know, cool? Yes, absolutely. That's just the whole thing is just absolutely incredible. Uh, well, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry, but I do believe. I mean, you are restoring someone's spirit. After all, we're here living, having a spiritual experience, right? Uh, yep. This is it. I mean. We are here for a reason, and yep. we have to do it with who we are and we're these spiritual beings, whether yep. we might realize it or not. Well, that's the key. I mean, if you think about the key of attitude, attitude is all about your choices. It's your mindset. It's the energy that comes out of you. And where does that energy come from? It comes from your spirit. And even in neuro-linguistic programming, you know, my background, I have a master's in NLP, and NLP is all about how do you do it? How do you know? Uh, and so they're not really big into God because you can't put God in a box. You can't quantify God. And NLP is all about quantification. And so even Dr. Diltz, I, I talk about the neuro, neurological levels. And there were, for the longest time, and it, it comes from Gregory Bateson's work in Ecology of Mind, but he would identify five different levels. Uh, the bottom level is environment. Right above that's behavior. Right above that is capabilities. Right above that is belief system and values. And right above that is identity. And for the longest time, it stopped with identity. But after a while, even those in NLP and Dr. Robert Diltz realized there has to be something above ourselves. And so they use the term called spirit. And by spirit, they do not mean God, because a lot of those people don't believe in the God of the Bible. What they mean by spirit is something beyond yourself, your bigger purpose, your, your connection to bigger biosphere, if you will. And so for someone like you and I, you know that that's God. You know that's the God of the Bible. You know his son's Jesus Christ. You know that. For those that don't have that relationship... Uh, and because what I do is not religious, you know that. Uh, I, I teach of all faiths. It's not a it's not a um, a religious class. But I cannot deal with a whole person unless I deal with that spiritual aspect. Because Gabby, you were right on. We are spiritual beings having a fleshly experience. A lot of people think we're fleshly beings have a spiritual experience. No, we're not. Uh, we are spiritual beings first and foremost. That vehicle that you occupy uh, is a, like a car. Uh, you occupy that vehicle. It's a carbon-based car. Uh, and that car is going to be 
junk food someday. It's going to be, you know, six feet under. But you, the person occupying that car, the person driving that vehicle uh, is going to be somewhere. And there's only two places to go. And so I truly believe as well that we are spiritual beings. And so, um, you know, Albert Einstein and uh, Albert Einstein is famous for the quote uh, about insanity. He says the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. We all know that one. But one of my favorite quotes that I never understood is also by Albert Einstein. And he said, you can never solve a problem at the same level it was created at. And that that never made sense to me, Gabby, until I met the neurological levels. Because Mm -hmm. change takes place from the top down. I always say you can take an alcoholic out of the bar, you change their lowest level, their environment, they're still an alcoholic. But like with AA, the first thing that AA does is have you realize that there's a higher being above you and that you can't do this on your own. And so you got to start with the level above you. If you want to change yourself, you got to start the level above you. If you want to change your belief systems, you got to start with your identity. If you want to change your capabilities, you first got to start with your belief systems. If you want to change your uh, uh, your environment, you got to first start with your behavior. Change take place from the top down. You must go to the level above it to affect change. And the highest level is spirit. Uh, and you've been through tons of training, right? I mean, as an HR person, you go through a lot of training, correct? Absolutely, yes. I mean, that's what you do when you're on the people business, right? <laughs> yep, absolutely. Yep, you learn how yes. to train people. And, and you've been through what's, co- quote, a lot of what's called leadership training, correct? Uh, yes, but nothing ever, ever compares to what I have gone through this weekend. Yeah, it's a different plane. And and what Paul said, wow, it affected him spiritually. It affected his relationship with God. Well, it's going to do that. Why? Uh, because of the way I do the training. See, this is true leadership training. In order for training to be true leadership training, it must impact you at a personal level. It's inside-out training. When you improve the person, you improve their performance. And when you improve their performance, you improve all relationships, both business and personal. Uh, and we're going to be going to a heartbreak in a moment. I want to keep you over in the next segment if you could, because I want to get your take on this last weekend. You had an incredible weekend. You had 11 people come together in one of the most ultimate teams you've ever been a part of. And you've seen the effects at home. You've seen the effects at work. You've seen the effects in your spiritual life. And after the break, I want to ask you some questions, because I want you to share with our listeners what true leadership training, how it impacts every aspect of who you are, and what you do. So can you stay on with me? Absolutely, sir. Awesome. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. We'll be back in three minutes. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received. You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question. Whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there, I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, October 3rd through 5th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. 
where 48 hours will change your life. I should have done it sooner. That's a comment heard often from satisfied patients at INeedMoreHair.com. Dennis Prager here. If you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss, go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what they're doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free and the results are amazing. You'll be under the care of some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in the country. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including notable Hollywood personalities, a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. Their technique is so advanced that their results are guaranteed in writing and their prices are the best in the business. If you have hair loss, don't put this off another day. Contact INeedMoreHair.com at their office in Egan for your free consultation. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Today is the day to get a permanent solution to your hair loss at INeedMoreHair.com. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Hear what this human resource manager says about the impact of Leadership Awakening on her life. With uh, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, it changed my culture to say, okay, I have to set the example. I know I am the manager, but sometimes I have failed up until now to really deliver my word. So those things change the very first day I came back. It is just absolutely fascinating. So, of course, they are looking at me like, what happened to you? And on a personal point of view, so many things have happened since I got home. It's almost a miracle. It's not almost. It is a miracle. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, October 3rd through the 5th. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio Like It Matters. Inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today we're talking about repackaging. Repackaging life as a great adventure. It is the ultimate metaphor. The metaphors that we have in our life dictate so much. You've all heard the saying, life's a beach ball and then you die. That is a terrible metaphor because if you step into that metaphor, you'll realize people are probably going to do what they want to do and really disregard other people. It is the metaphors for our life. Now, not only give them meaning, but also give us the structure of how we're supposed to show up. I used to say that like it matters was my baby, the metaphor. And boy, what would you do for a baby? You would do whatever it took. You'd feed it, you'd steal for it, you'd do whatever, you'd sacrifice for it, you'd go without sleep for it, you'd do whatever you need to do to take care of that baby. And my company, Like It Matters, is my baby. And so I set up that a lot in our trainings. And so we are blessed because last weekend we did a great class, our second level class called Leadership Adventure. And uh, today we're having one of the participants of that class. She is an HR director from one of my big companies out of North Carolina, uh, Molded, uh, uh, what is it, Molded Fiberglass Company. Uh, Let's welcome Gabby back to Like It Matters Radio. Welcome back, Gabby. Thank you so very much, Mr. Black. Uh, So you went through awakening, as you said earlier, uh, in uh, May, and then uh, three and a half months later, you go through Leadership Adventure, and they are two different classes, correct? Oh, they are totally different. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, totally different. 
Yeah. And so what, what do you think is the biggest difference between leadership awakening and leadership adventure that you just went through? What's the biggest difference, do you think? Well, the biggest difference definitely is the the class itself, uh, the approach in um, awakening is definitely more direct, more like uh, kind of cracking the mind of the student, you know, yep. to say, okay, this is the tools and teaching the tools and the basics. And I understand after doing adventure, why it's so important that you go through awakening yep. and why it's so yep. important that this set up in the way you set up. You don't have time to dilly dally and just get, you know, uh, complacent and, you know, you have to have your act together yep. <laughs> before you get here and really, yep. really have that sense of commitment. Yep. Yep. And the cool thing about everything I do is I metaphorically package in a way I make those two and a half day experiences real. And so I and the quicker you can get out of the old way of doing things and create this new mental reality, this new map reality, the quicker change takes place. And you got a chance to experience that this weekend. So going through leadership adventure this weekend, uh, what were some of the greatest lessons you learned? What did you learn from this last two and a half days with me? You know, I learned so much, but I think I get uh, three things, uh, very important things. One is how we hold on to our fears. Even after awakening, I still have this tiny bit of self-doubt, right? Yep. Yep. You come out of awakening with so much uh, passion, everything, and so energized. You come back to life. And start drifting away a little bit, not to the level yep. that I went to yep. awakening, but just a little bit. Yep. So I go to adventure, and this is realization. Well, I'm in the middle of this activity, and it's like, oh, my gosh. I have been so terrified of letting go of this fear because to some degree I'm afraid of how it's going to look Gabby without yep. it. Almost yep. as if that fear was my identity. Yep. But it wasn't. So turning loose of that false identity. Like, this is wow. not me, but I've been just, like, pretending it's me because I hide behind it. It's more comfortable to hide behind the fear of not speaking because I'm afraid, not speaking up. Uh, all these great excuses, you know, in, the, in my business, uh, yep. you know, in the line of what I do. I work only, mainly with males. Uh so it's easier to hide. It's easier to hide yep. your fears of no good enough or um, they are super smart and I'm not so much and, uh, you know, that kind of thing. Yep. So turning loose of that and say, okay, no more. Gabby can be Gabby and yep. I, I don't have to have the self-doubt anymore and hold it like a, almost like a batch of honor, you know? Yep. Yep. That's so huge. What you said is you attach things to your identity. That is so big. And, you know, one of the th processes we do in the class that first night is what I call the triangle of truth. You know, we have these belief systems that we say, well, I can't do this. I can't do this. I need eight hours of sleep to function. I don't speak well in public. Uh, I don't really matter. Um, I'm not that smart. My opinion has no value. Those are BS belief systems. But because they have to do with who we are, we actually attach them to our identity. It's like someone who's victimized who now becomes a victim. 
They took a behavior, they took a circumstance, something that happened to them, and they now attached it to their, their identity. And a lot of people cannot cease being a, a, a victim because it is attached to their identity. And, and if they remove being a victim, then they wonder, well, who am I? I've had that attached to me so long. Who am I if I'm not a victim? And you experience that, some of that through other people, correct? Yes, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And that changes everything. And what what do you, uh, I mean, you went through a class with 11 people, five of them you work with. You had six team members there. What is it like now that you've been through adventure now working with those same six people? You know, it's just absolutely fascinating. Uh, it is how different it is when you work with people, but you we don't really, we are hiding behind our mask. You yep. know, or I have my work mask and they have their work mask because we all act very serious because work is a very serious thing. Yep. Uh, and I can just laugh now, right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> However, it is amazing. Uh, for instance, with Paul, I mean, I, my interaction with some of my teammates definitely is more because of the nature of what we do. So HR and production work extremely uh, together. There is this togetherness. Yet, I didn't know Mr. Kendall very well, you know. Uh, I have for other uh, teammates, uh, Jeff, you know, for instance, that the nature yep. of our job really doesn't interact that much. Yep. And it's, it, it's amazing when you come to this training and you are com so fascinated by how wonderful they are, yeah. how beautiful everybody is without yep. the mask that yep. we wear, you know. Oh, it's incredible. You really get to know each other. You know, we, we get to know each other. And, you know, the Bible talks about they, they knew each other. They talk about something very intimate, usually physical. But, you know, you guys know each other. You guys laugh together. You've cried together. You've overcome together. You've been successful together. You've fell together. You've had to pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and hit it again. I mean, the six of you now are, are like family. And so when there's problems at work, when there's a uh, situation when you need to overcome a difficult issue, when you need to come together for a last-minute push, how much more effective, how much more powerful can the core base be, right? Right, and it's amazing. I can already feel it. You know, we have, of course, we have these production meetings every morning, and I can feel, even after awakening, the dynamic in these production meetings have changed tremendously. How we wow. communicate with each other, uh, like the way before, like years back and now, you know, before it was more like let's prove each other wrong and now yeah. it's more like let's collaborate with each other and let's find the solutions and let's communicate clearly. And it's not That's like so attacking cool. each other, you know, yep. which is basic to solve the issues at work. We cannot attack each other. Yep. And two reasons why that works. First of all, we gave you a series of problems, obstacles that you had to overcome. And we just didn't have you overcome them as a team. We actually gave you a filter, a mechanism, right? The four C's of leadership, commitment, communication, clear vision, and consensus. Those four C's, those four C's you worked with as a team throughout the training weekend to overcome. Uh, and in the process, you learn about each other. You learn your strengths. You learn your weaknesses. You learn the frailties. You learn the excitement. You you basically fall in love with each other in that class, correct? Oh, yes, absolutely. It's like they are like my brothers, you know. I mean, yep. you come out of the class feeling really like I have your back. And 
you know, it's really like a sibling. You know how you are with your siblings? Yep. And I can do whatever to them, right? But nobody can touch them. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Same exact way, right? They're my, you don't criticize them. I might criticize them, but you leave them alone. If you attack them, I'm going to attack you or I'm going to oh, defend absolutely. them. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. That, that mm-hmm. is so cool. And now you get to work that way. That's why I tell people this is how it affects the bottom line. This is how it affects the, the profit margin. This is how it affects the morale. I mean, the morale with the six you. You guys are so committed to your company, so committed to each other. Uh, I mean, it's it's day and night difference from when you went in, correct? Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Like eight years ago when I joined this company to how it is now, it is day and night. There is no way to compare uh, yet it was a wonderful company. Please don't take me wrong. Yeah. But the evolution of us as people, you know, uh, what we have learned along the way, how yep. we are facing this new way of approaching yep. things in, with a common goal and achieving yep. things with the utmost respect, uh, growing together. To me, that's amazing. It's a dream come true, yep. you know, to say, I have to have a company that has or participates in the evolution of us as people. Yep. When you improve the person, you improve their performance. When you improve their performance, you improve all relationships, both business and personal. Oh, and wow. I give you... I give you worst-case scenarios. I give you impossible scenarios in class. I mean, I put you guys through the fire in that class. And once you realize that you can move through the fire without being burned, when you can stay together as a team, you can overaccomplish anything in my class, then when the same thing presents itself in the work environment, you overcome. So uh, I appreciate you joining us so much, Gabby. You're an awesome leader, incredible HR professional. Uh, Thank you so much for spending this time with us on Like It Matters Radio, okay? Thanks to you, Mr. Black. I cannot thank you enough. All right. Well, God bless you. You have a great day, okay? Bye-bye. We'll be back in three minutes. Give a person a fish and you feed them for a meal. Teach them to fish and you change their destiny. At Like It Matters Radio, we teach you how you are made, how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate and animosity. There is a crisis of toxic proportions and it is destroying us. This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put Posse. Again, that's Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put Posse. Join our Posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put Posse. Give me 48 hours and I will give you a new beginning. Give me 48 hours and I will give you hope. Give me 48 hours and I will give you your power back. Because between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your freedom. 
It is your power. At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life, along with the ability to achieve. Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Once upon a time, many years ago, customers would find your business with this big, thick book full of phone numbers and competitors' phone numbers. It was a heavy, cumbersome, yellowish-looking thing. I believe they called it a phone book. You'd place your ad in the book and hope customers would call. Hello? We've come a long way. Now, there's Salem Surround. We help deliver customers right to your front door with targeted digital marketing. These are the tools of the 21st century smart businesses use to succeed. And our team at Salem Surround can guide you through all the available options with the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof so you can spend time taking care of your customers. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. With Salem Surround, there are no limitations on how and where you you can reach customers. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, we're talking about repackaging, repackaging life as an adventure. Why? Because we just finished Leadership Awakening. That's why. And there are three tenets of this show. I like it to be inspirational. I want to peddle hope. That's why I have guests on who have just been through my training, not to brag about what I do, so that you can have hope, that you can change things. I don't care if your marriage is okay or struggling. You can make it better. I don't care if you're doing okay at work or pretty good. You could do better. This is all about not accepting good enough. You know, G-O-O-D-N-U-F-F. Good enough to get by. Good enough for government work. Good enough for tenure. Good enough that she doesn't walk out the door, leave a note on the wall, and take the kids with her. G-O-O-D-N-U-F-F. We got to quit accepting good enough. And so it's inspirational. It's educational. I teach you how you work. I use the disciplines of transactional analysis with Dr. Eric Burns, neuro-linguistic programming with Dr. Milton Erickson, Virginia Satir, multiple intelligences with Dr. Howard Gardner, logotherapy with Dr. Victor Frankel, uh, canine, constant never-ending improvement with Dr. W. Edwards Deming, emotional intelligence, Dr. Dan Goldman, and I'm a man of God first and foremost, so if I talk long enough, scripture's gonna come out of me ever so often because from the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so we cover those two pieces, but the third piece is applicational. In other words, I want to give you something that you can do something with, not just make you feel better, not just make you feel smarter, but actually give you something that you can do that will help you. And so I want to share with you what we do in Leadership Adventure. The filter through Leadership Adventure, everything we do is what I call the four C's of leadership. And I don't care if you're talking about leadership class, you're talking about a family, you're talking about church organization, or you're talking about business. The four C's of leadership could be called the four C's of life because I create situational leadership experiences where people learn by doing. 
I learned a long time ago, people learn uh, by what they see, hear, and experience. A lot of people are lectured to and they learn a little bit. A lot of people read and they learn a little bit. But when you hear something, you see something, and then you experience the proof in the pudding. Ah, now that is yours. And so I want to share with you the four C's of leadership because this is applicable in your business life, in your personal life, in your spiritual life. It's applicable at church. It's applicable in the marriage. It's applicable with your kids. It's applicable with a goal. It fits in. The first C is commitment. Nothing great happens without commitment. You've got to be committed. And I always say commitment's about one word, and that word is trust. Trust. If someone isn't committed to you, you're going to have a tough time trusting them. And if you can't trust somebody, you're going to have a real time, hard time committing to them. Commitment is about trust. And if people can't trust you, how can they follow you? If people don't believe you're going to do what you say you're going to do, you're going to be where you say you're going to be, then how can they commit and be where they're supposed to be and do what they're supposed to do? The first C is always about commitment because without commitment, nothing great happens. Without commitment, you can have no long-term solution. Without commitment, when things get tough, and they will, you're going to walk away. You're going to have a built-in excuse. And so the first C is always about commitment. And the second C is about clear vision. Where am I now? Where am I going? What will it take to get there and how long? The Bible is pretty clear. Without a vision, people perish. And I'm going to tell you right now, leaders, if your employees, if your team members don't have their vision communicated to them, they perish. They become like boats without rudders. They become people just floating around, just doing this or just doing that. You got to have a clear vision. Where are you now? What is your starting point? Be honest. This is a tough one for people. They have a tough time being honest. And once you know where you're at, now you've got to ask where you're going. In other words, what's your outcome? What do you want? And once you know what your outcome is, what you want, where you're going, then you've got to ask yourself the question, what will it take to get there and how long? And if you're going to dream a good dream, then dream a good dream, a big dream. I believe for a clear vision, there's always four initials, B-H-A-G. This is from, from good to great. Big, hairy, audacious goals. Dream big. People want to be a part of something bigger than they are. And boy, as a leader, if you can inspire people, if you can think outside the box, if you can help them become more than they thought they could be, if you could help them see a bigger picture, boy, not only you got them on board, you've probably changed a heart. You've changed a life. You've expanded. It's kind of like if you ever put on weight and you put on pants and you kind of stretched your pants out and then you lost a little weight you'll find out that those pants, once they're stretched beyond, don't go back to that smaller size. And our hearts and our minds, when they can be stretched beyond their normal limitation, boy, we can enlarge your heart, we can enlarge your mind, we can open your heart, we can open your mind. Those things don't close up quickly. The third C is consensus. Consensus is about getting people on board. Consensus is about everybody buying in. Consensus is about even though you th- there's a problem in front of you and you think there's one solution, but the team as a whole goes with another solution. Consensus is not you being dragged across the finish line. 
consensus is gaining agreement that this is the course of action that we all agreed on, and let's all be involved 100% heart, body, and soul. And ever talk about 100%, I always define it with HBS, heart, body, and soul. Why? Because it's self-defined. If I take away your heart, and I take away your body, and I take away your soul, what's left? Nothing, honey, right? That's everything you got. And then the 4C, which is actually a second C, but I left it for fourth because I want to spend a little bit of time on this, and that is communication. See, communication is the foundation for all relationships. And whenever I talk about communication, there's always two types of communication. There's intrapersonal and interpersonal. Intrapersonal is our self-talk. It's our self-narrative. It's what you guys call thinking. Thinking is nothing more than talking to yourself. That is intrapersonal, our self-talk. The other type of communication is interpersonal. That means the way we talk to other people. And most people that go to a communications workshop are dealing with interpersonal communication. Most people going to marriage counseling are dealing with interpersonal communication. Most people going to sales training are dealing with interpersonal communication. Most people going to leadership training that's really management training are dealing with interpersonal communication. But can I suggest that there's so much money, so much time, a high proportion, 80, 90% of all communication is focused on the interpersonal, how we communicate with other people. But might I suggest that the most important is how we communicate with ourselves. Because the way we communicate with ourselves, that is the frame that dictates the way we communicate with other people. And so I really work hard on the self-talk. Really work hard. Why? Because 75 to 95% of the illnesses that plague us today are a direct result of our thought life. You know what the difference between a good salesperson and a bad salesperson is? What happens when someone hangs up on them? What happens when someone slams the door on them? What happens when they get a no? Because the difference between a good salesperson and a bad salesperson is their internal dialogue. How they explain that to themselves. What's the narrative in their head? A bad salesperson is going to find every reason not to make another call, not to knock on another door, why they need to go back to the office and print some brochures, and why they need to go back and do a little more research, or why they're going to do everything they can not to make another call. But the good salesperson, they're going to get excited when they get a door slammed in the face. They're going to get pumped up when someone says no. They're going to get excited uh, when there's a, a cold call that goes bad. Why? Because they're going to tell you they're one step closer to a yes. Because they believe you got to get eight no's or nine no's to get a yes. See the difference between a good salesperson and a bad salesperson? Really is the narrative. And so I talk all the time about Chad, uh, Chad Helmstetter. He says there's got to be three things uh, in order to have lifelong change in any type of training. And he says the number one most important ingredient is a word-for-word set of instructions. And as Gabby said early in the radio show, boy, we attach things to our identity. And we do it through our self-talk. I'm a liar. I don't account to much. I can't do this. Those lies, those belief systems that we take some behavior, something from our past, and we attach it to our identity. And what we got to do is we got to go in and we got to do something with our self-talk. We got to deal with our verbal traps. We got to reframe. 
we got to change what's going on in our head, and that will change everything else. So go to likeitmatters.net. Let me help you do that. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Hi, this is Tim. And this is Lee. And we're the Kingdom Builders. You've often heard us talk about our theme verse, Colossians 3.23. Whatever you do, work heartily, as for the Lord and not for men. We want to be as perfect as possible, but we realize nobody's perfect all the time. For example, we just did a roof for a lovely family here in the Twin Cities area and asked him how things went, and he said, the crew was uh, kind enough to move my barbecue grill off of the deck when we were doing the tear-off so we wouldn't get debris down on his barbecue grill. After the roof was complete, they put my barbecue grill back on the deck, but they got the grill backwards. The knobs were on the wrong side. (laughs) And I had to remind him, hey, Mark, we're not great barbecue grillers. We're just great roofers. We can't guarantee we're going to get your grill in the exact same position on the deck when we're finished, but we can guarantee the workmanship that we do on your roof for the life of the products. If you'd like a no-obligation estimate or evaluation on your roof or gutters, please give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.